Hello, everybody. This is Mark Lewandowski. Welcome to Mind Your Business. Mind Your Business is all about building your personal capacity. Personal capacity is what is needed for you to grow in your career, make great decisions, and become a person of influence. So sit back and enjoy this content as I share with you insights and stories, examples, and personal challenges designed to do one thing, build your capacity to change your world. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mind Your Business. I'm Dr. Mark Lewandowski, and this is, of course, Mind Your Business. You can find us on drmarklew.com. Today, we're going to talk about something really important to everybody. Every entrepreneur, every business owner must establish what we're going to talk about today, or you're going to get run over by everyone else you compete with. What is that? What is so important that if you don't have it, You're going to get run over. You know, the reality is anybody can start a business. Anybody with a little bit of money and an idea can start a business. But to start a business and to succeed in business are two radically different concepts. We're going to talk today about something important enough that it would demand an entire 20 minutes for you and I to talk about because it is what it takes to succeed in business. What we're going to talk about today is how to establish a value proposition. Now, what the heck is a value proposition? Well, I was reminded about how important this was because this morning I had a very, very nice person in my office. I was really pleased with spending the morning with this individual. And this person came in struggling to grow her business. And the reason she was struggling is not because she's not bright, because she's very bright. Not because she's not talented. She's extremely talented. Not because she's not dedicated or disciplined. She is dedicated. She is disciplined. It's that she lacked the understanding of how to establish a value proposition that is attractive in the market to draw customers to her. So what we did and what I'm going to do with you today is we walked through the process of how to establish a value proposition. What is a value proposition? First, a value proposition is that simple thing that you do that provides value to your customer in a way that others don't. What is it that you do that's unique and provides value to other people? It's simply a value proposition. I propose that I can bring this value to you. That's a value proposition. So let's get started. How does it work? Well, in order to establish a value proposition, you've got to ask yourself three very simple questions. Question number one, what do I do well? Now, when I ask myself this question or I ask somebody, if you came into my office and we sat down on the dry erase board in the conference room, we had the big dry erase board in front of us, I would say, okay, let's start with a mind map. For For those of you that have never done a mind map, I want to encourage you to go online and look at a mind map, read about it, and use it. It is an exceptional tool because it allows you to brainstorm opportunities and problems without leaving things out. 
it's so easy to leave important items out. And a mind map allows you to consider all of the items that are important without determining which are most important because they're just on a map. But the most important thing about a mind map is it allows you to expand your thinking from simple thoughts to more detailed thoughts to more complex thoughts. And it keeps them in order. You're going to love it. So I want you to go online and look at a mind map and then make sure you use that tool. So I asked this very special person in my office this morning, what is it that you do well? And she started talking about the things that she does. Well, after a couple of minutes, I had to stop her and I said, you know, I really appreciate that. But those things you've just identified in your industry sector are not value propositions. They're simply a reflection of what everyone would expect you to do. They don't in any way make you special. See, value propositions are the things that separate you from your competitors. They're not things that everyone does. So you have to say, in creating what is it that I do well, you have to identify the basic items you do well, and then with each one of those items, expand to another level of detail about what it is that you do well in that category. As an example, I help people sell their business. So one of the things that I do is I create value or I under I estimate the value of their business. Okay, well, that's, that's really great, but there are a host of people that can estimate value. Then another thing I do is I help them build value. Well, a lot of people state or say they can help build value, but I use a technique in which I have 10 value drivers that help them build value. And it's those 10 static value drivers that work every time to increase the value of a company. That's a value proposition. See, to say to somebody, I help you identify the value of your business, anybody can do that. That's the fundamental piece of being a mergers and acquisitions advisor. But helping someone build value and giving them the identifiable 10 value drivers that will help them to create greater value. That is a value proposition. Okay, next. If you're going to create a value proposition, you don't just have to do a mind map and talk about what do you do well. But then you have to say, how is that unique in the marketplace? So you ask yourself this question. Does everyone provide those values? If the answer is yes, then it's simple. It's not a value proposition. If the answer is no, it becomes a candidate for a stated value proposition. Now, when I say it becomes a candidate, what do I mean? When you do a mind map of your business and you identify all the things you do for customers, there might be 10 of those things that you do for customers. And then you go one level deeper and you talk about the details and specifics about what you do. And you identify what it is that you do really well. You have to use a different type of marker to identify those things that are really unique in the market that other people don't do. Those things that other people don't do, that then becomes a candidate. It could be one of your stated value propositions. But if you do 10 things for your customers, you can't have 10 value propositions. Because 
No one can remember 10 value propositions, especially you. And if you can't remember them, your customer certainly can't. So you're going to have to hone all the unique and special things you do down into three categories that you use as value propositions. What is it that makes you unique? I have a company called Metalist RX, and you can look them up online. And we provide prescription benefit services for employer-sponsored health plans all over the United States. Well, we have a lot of competitors, but the competitors just process claims without ever looking at them. They're like a factory in which the product comes down the line and no one is checking to make sure they're accurate. We built a proprietary algorithm that allows us to look at every claim every day and to assure ourselves that that claim was processed perfectly and with the greatest discount. So one of our value propositions is every claim every day. Now think about what we did. We broke it down into just a few words that everyone can understand. So when you work in a very complicated industry and other people don't understand what you do, you can't use your own industry nomenclature or language to describe what your value proposition is. You have to think of your value proposition from the perspective of your customer. What does your customer want to hear? They don't want to hear. Well, the algorithm and the adjudication model for the real-time online adjudication of claims is to establish a margin of maximum allowable charges. You know, that's bullcrap. They don't want to hear all that. What they want to know is that you have eyes on every claim every day. Every claim every day. That's a value proposition. And what's cool about that is that people will ask you what that means. And then, and only then, Do you take time to explain the detail of how you got to that value proposition and how all those little details are going to help your customer? That's exciting. So remember, when you look at is it unique, you say, does anyone else do it? And if the answer is yes, then it's not a value proposition. Or if they say no, no one else does this, then it becomes a very good candidate for a value proposition. And you're going to boil all the potential candidates for value propositions down to two or three, remembering that your your prospect can only tell somebody else about you to the extent they can remember. So if you tell them too much and they can't remember it, you've done too many value propositions. One, two, or three value propositions is all you need. All right, the last question you're going to ask yourself on a value proposition is, how will I communicate this? What's the best way for me to get that message to my constituents or my prospects? Well, we've already told you, and we've already talked a little bit about the fact that the language you use must reflect your audience, not your industry sector. You don't use industry language to communicate something to your customer. You use customer language. And so for many of you, you may have to dummy that down, or you might have to use somebody outside of your industry to help you craft that language. In my dialogue this morning with a very nice young entrepreneur, she told me that one of her problems is she knows that she uses too much industry speak or industry language to describe what she does. 
And I keep telling her, don't worry about the industry language. No one understands that, nor do they care. They only care about themselves. So you have to use their language to describe what you're going to do to help them. The message also not only has to be crafted in the right manner, but it's got to get to the right people. So you have to sit down and really think. If I've taken the time to really craft a value proposition, and I know that not everyone does it, that this is very unique and very special, so I'm only going to state what it is that I do really well, assuming that people know that if I'm an accountant, I do bookkeeping, if I'm a healthcare organization, I process claims. If I'm a restaurant, I serve food. If I'm an HVAC service provider, I install and repair air conditioners and heaters. People know that. You don't have to talk about the little things. What you have to talk about is what makes you special. But you've got to not only talk about it, you've got to get it to the right people. The decision maker. If you're in business and you're an attorney and you're trying to build your portfolio, You don't go to places and spend money advertising where no one there makes a decision of what legal firm to use. If you're an accountant, you don't advertise and market and spend your time building relationships with people that don't make a decision about which accountant to use. If you're a restaurant, you don't try to convince people that are 100 miles away to come to your restaurant. You convince people that are 2, 6, and 8 miles away to come to your restaurant. See, you've got to understand who is it that you're going after and then know where are they. You know, it brings me to a great story. Years ago, I worked with a gentleman out of Little Rock who was just the greatest human being ever. Still, he's still the greatest human being ever. And he loved a duck hunt. And man, was he good at it. And he used to tell me, you know, Mark, there's two kinds of duck hunters. There's the duck hunter that gets up early in the morning, 4 o'clock, and makes a nice breakfast, gets a pot of coffee and pours it into a thermos, and then drives to the duck blind. And when they get there, they, they look at where the wind is. And they look at the temperature, and they say, you know, if I cuddled myself right about, right around that tree line, I would break myself from the wind, and it would be a lot warmer. And then I'll stand there, hidden by the wind, protected from the cold, and I'll call the ducks to me. He say, Mark, that duck hunter will always go home empty-handed. That duck hunter is always going to be hungry. The good duck hunter goes where the ducks want to be. They don't consider their own warmth or their own physical comfort. They look at the conditions and they say, all right, the wind's blowing out of the north. That means the ducks are going to come in from the south and set down to the north. The ducks want to be close to the woods, but not so close that they can't see. So where do I want to set up my blind so that I'm where the ducks want to be? My friends, when you create a value proposition and you determine the very best way to word it, then you've got to get that value proposition and that wording to the right people. In other words, you don't try to call the ducks to you. You go where the ducks are. Now, let me, let me give you a little piece of advice. Where are the business leaders at 5.30 in the morning? The owners of business, the business leaders, where are they at 5.30 in the morning? I'll tell you right now. They're in the gym. Now, why do business owners 
and business leaders go to the gym at 5.30 in the morning. They go to the gym in the morning because they've got to be at the office at 8 and work hard till 5 or 6 or 7. They did not become business owners or become leaders in industry by showing up at 10 and going home at 2. They became leaders by getting up early getting their workout done, and then handing the office. So if you want to find industry leaders, find out where they are. They're at the gym. They're at the country club. On Sundays, they're at church. These are important things to consider. Where are industry leaders? If if they're at church, if they're at the gym, if they're at the country club, that's where you need to be also. Just like the story I used about duck hunting. You don't hope the ducks come to you. You go where the ducks want to be. You know, establishing a value proposition is very important. And anybody in this audience that giggles at me over the value proposition, I am thrilled that you're giggling because I want to compete with you. I will beat you every time because I'm considering not just what I do, but how I make it special to my customer. I'm not considering my language and how smart and intelligent I am in my industry. I'm thinking about how do I communicate what I do to the person that I serve. Finally, I don't call the ducks to me. I go find them where they are. And because I'm willing to do that, I'm going to find them. I know where they're going to be and they're going to become my friends and they're going to be willing to listen and they will soon be my customer. You know, I think it's really exciting that we're talking about this. And one of the most important and exciting things is now that we've talked about this, you now are ready to name your business based on what your value proposition is. You know, so many people name their business and they think this is a cute name, but it has absolutely nothing to do with what they do and what value they bring to the table. I'll give you an example. I, I, I work very closely with a large RSM McGladry network accounting firm in Oklahoma called CCK Strategies. When they first started, they were a bookkeeping and accounting firm called Curzon, Cumbie, and Kunkel. That was their name. It sounded like an accounting firm or a law firm. And then as they really became experts in tax strategy and corporate structure, they changed their name from Curzon, Cumbie, and Kunkel to CCK Strategies, which is exactly what they do. One, it's easier to remember, and it tells people exactly what their value proposition is. I'll also say, for those of you who are listening to me that say, well, I already named my business, it is never too late to change your name. The only time worse than changing your name today is changing your name tomorrow. You've lost another day. So that's your bonus for today. Once you create your value proposition, take a real good hard look at what your name is. What is the name of your business? And if your name is not a reflection of a value proposition, you should consider changing your name. This is Dr. Mark Lewandowski reminding you that luck is not a strategy. Soon is not a time. And some is not a number. You can find this podcast and a host of others at drmarklew.com. And I look forward to getting feedback from you. Please send me an email or a question asking me to talk about a certain topic. I would love to do that for you. 
having you as an audience is why we do everything we do. Look for us also. If you're in Oklahoma, you can hear us every Sunday at 5 o'clock on KRMG. That's News 1023 KRMG. It's a very exciting call-in show where you ask the expert, and that's a great opportunity for you to call in as well. I look forward to hearing your voice, and I, I look forward to hearing from you as we chat online answering your questions. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Mind Your Business. Please check me out on Facebook and Instagram and be sure to send me a message if there's something you need or want me to talk about. You know, the great motivational speaker Zig Ziglar once said, you can have anything in life you want as long as you help enough other people get what they want. What does that mean for you today? That means if there's something in this content that is exciting and really resonates with you, pass it along to your friends. Share it. Let them develop and become strong in their thinking, in their motivation, in their knowledge, just like you are. Together, knowledgeable, you and your friends will change the world.